There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Your lunch hour, you do have me for two hours today, so, you know, pace yourself on the Skittles there. Oh, wait. Uh, he shouldn't be eating those anyway. Uh, guys, we uh, do have Josh missing today. He said he has a little bit of a throat problem, and uh, his voice is off, so he was going to skip today. So I am here for you. While we're talking about, like, I don't know. It seemed like we had, you know, the usual saber rattling, you know, we're all going to go to war and banging those drums of uh, nuclear war. Remember, the nuclear bombs are all going to go off. But I think the biggest bomb went off, obviously, was this whole Tucker Carlson thing. Now, it seems to me that I'm, I'm, I, this is all brand new and fresh, right? We're 10 Take seconds into this. <laughs> well, maybe, just maybe, uh, there's, there's going to be a part of that might be very true coming up here. Uh, I do have some evidence that seems like this has been kind of going down this lane for some time. Now, for Tucker Carlson, if you guys haven't really paid attention to where he came from, you know, his, fam- his family was all journalists, this and that, and he's actually been doing this for a day or two. Now, for me, when I look at Tucker, I really didn't like him. I, I really didn't until about a year ago. Well, maybe a year and a half ago when the FBI was caught in his email and going through his his work work emails and his coworkers' emails, when he saw that the government is actually in there touching him, and not like you know, like hey, you know, man, you know, uh, someone said they were watching you, bro. Watch this or that. No, when he found out that they had got in there and they were literally spying on him, which that's what they do to all of us. I mean, Tucker Carlson. I don't know what little uh, you know snow globe he lived in, where his you know his la la land was like, oh. No, the government's here to help and all that, whatever craziness that comes up with. We, that wasn't, I don't know where he was at, but now all of a sudden he finds out the FBI and some other agencies, some three other agencies were in there touching him and his naughty parts, right? So he's like, hey, bridge too far, I'm media, I'm untouchable. But all of a sudden he found out, well, he's not untouchable. The sad part of this is, is that this is his great awakening. But it came in after he had been banging the drums of... You know, like, hey, you know, follow the science. And there were some things he did I wasn't real proud of him on. But then I did get behind him after I saw him starting to grow. I started to watch him grow with this whole thing of, you know, like, well, maybe the government's not here to help us. Well, maybe the, maybe the government's got something to explain to do about the southern border. Maybe the government's got something to tell us about, about uh, how they spend our money. they got to tell us a little bit more about Ukraine. they got to... So it's amazing to watch how all this stuff went down. Now, if you realize that last week, you know, Tucker Carlson had the president's interview and some other stuff, but then what also happened last week? What was something else that Fox News did last week? Is anybody out there paying attention to what else Fox News did? Now, I don't trust Fox as a whole. I mean, really, the only thing I was going back to Fox for was really Tucker. I mean, I would just wanted to see his evolution, and I have not been watching him regularly. Uh, I have been, you know, watching him here and there over the last year or so, and I just watching, you know, checking in and seeing what he has to say. I usually like his first twenty minutes. He really kind of gets into it. 
But Dan Bongino announced he was no longer going to be with Fox last week. Now, again, I'm not, you know, I know Dan Bongino went out and got a couple of the old government uh, injections, and that's what he wanted to do, and he, he profusely apologized for those things and saying, you know, sorry that this happened, sorry this went down, it wasn't, I thought, you know, I was following the science, you know, he got scooped into it. Okay, I'm good with that, glad you pulled it back, and glad you're saying, you're, you're apologizing. But at the same time, you know, again, not a dog in the fight. I didn't really, you know, listen to anything yet. You know, I know he's on this station as well. And so, but like I said, I was just checking in on some people because it seems like we definitely have those of us that are out there, Josh and I, other people that I really listen to. I say listen to when we're in conversations. I We listen to each other. I listen to what they're having to say, what their their perspectives are. And uh, their perceptions are, and I want to see how the what angle they're looking at it and how they're thinking of it, right? That we talk about this on the show a lot. And as Josh has, you know, pointed out a lot about this, you know, the different things of esoteric things and the occult and all those things. And remember, uh, pagan religions are only thing anything outside of Christianity. So everything outside of Christianity is a pagan religion, including Islam and Buddha. Now, going back. The ones like, you know, Josh and I and, and others that we go out here and we're trying to give you guys these great conversations. We're trying to have these, like, you know, uh, these, po- these, these times where you're kind of going, Jim, that's a little too far. Come on. The, the, you know, the com- there's no such thing as the Corporation of America. 1871, what are you talking? Oh, wait, here's the facts. Here's the- Yeah. So then we start having those conversations. Well, then to see Tucker Carlson and go ahead and start to open up and see things around him, where I've seen him on other interviews outside of his show, and he is literally disappointed in himself. He's literally saying, I, I, I didn't get it right. I did not pay attention. I was too busy, quote-unquote, being a journalist to realize that how bad it really is. And so here it is. He's having this epiphany now, right? Well... So I'm trying to put some of these pieces together of observations of what I've seen from you know Dan Bongino and then uh, with Tucker and, and watching the evolution of Tucker. I, Dan Bongino, like I said, I don't have a dog in the fight. Really didn't, you know, wasn't tuning in every day, that kind of stuff. And just, you know, all of a sudden, poop, he's not on, on Fox. And I thought, okay, um, why does that happen? Well, usually, usually there's the power. And there's somebody in Fox, and I don't know if it's absolutely the the ownership. I don't know if it's a certain producer. I don't know if it's the general manager or the, I mean, vice president of this or, okay, there's always this some person, right? There's a person. And that person a lot of times has an enormous amount of weight and and able to go in and say, you're gone. And literally everybody's like, all right, he's gone. They don't say nothing back. They just like, all right, he's gone. Now to say that you have talent like this, where Tucker Carlson was making between six and eight million dollars a year from Fox, not sure on on all the disclosures on that, but at the same time, um, we have a we have this whole thing where we see Tucker change how he is. Right, we've seen him kind of evolving. We're seeing him apologize for not quote-unquote being really who he needed to be. And I'm paraphrasing some of this. I'm not saying he was, you know, crying and down on his knees begging for forgiveness, but he definitely was like, hey, I got it wrong. 
and so there are times, you know, I have to go back and say, hey, I've, I've, I misquoted this. This isn't what I meant to say. Uh, when I did say this, I thought these were the facts I had. And, and guys, this is literally, if anything I'm trying to do is make sure that I'm coming in with as many facts as I possibly can because it, it gets so convoluted. It gets so uh, cumbersome. I don't know what it just gets like the millstone around your neck and the wall. You're, you're just being drugged to the bottom of the lake. You don't know what else to do. You're trying to, but the thing is, I'm trying to come in with as much truth as possible, sift it down to get you basic topics so you can understand. And yeah, there's sometimes I may, may misquote like, oh, it was 13 million when it was 20 million, or what it was 7 million instead of 13 million. I get that there's times I misquote. But the idea that I watched Tucker say, you know what, I was I wasn't where I needed to be. I was I should have been better. Well, see, when I see that going on, I, I really understand I understand what he felt there. Because everything he had his mental history, everything he had been doing up to that point, it was all a lie. Everything he was doing with Tucker Carlson's show, everything he thought he was doing right, he thought he was doing all these things, and then he found out he was just part of the machine and it feels dirty. Now, guys, I know, you know, guys, you guys are in New York and, you know, Buffalo, Batavia, Rochester. You guys are out there living your best life, doing the best you can, getting the information out all you can. But here's a guy who was living. See, there's going to be some pieces or some clues to this whole story. A guy who was living in New York and now has moved out of New York. Oh, yeah. By the way, Tucker Carlson doesn't spend his time full time in New York anymore. Actually, the D.C. area. He was closer to I think he was closer to D.C., but he's not in that Super Bowl anymore. He doesn't want to be there. Uh, if you notice, there's been some change in his life. So I think he's been stepping away. Once he once he kind of felt the naughty parts, right? He kind of felt icky, like he couldn't shower it off with gasoline. You know, he's just like, I just feel dirty inside. I think he started making certain changes, and I think the management saw it, that he was no longer, quote-unquote, one of their boys. Now, I have seen that Hannity has stepped up with a studio audience and some other things like that, which I don't know. I really never – I mean, again, uh, Hannity has his own style of doing things. I thought at one time that he, he was on the right side of things. I don't have an opinion about him anymore because there's not really a lot of uh I get out of him. Tucker Carlson, I was seeing the uh with him. I saw him putting in the effort. I saw him wanting to change. I saw him wanting to dig deeper. I saw him saying, hey, we're not going to do this anymore. Big government has gotten way too far out of control. The China thing's a lie. The Ukraine thing's a lie. I saw him coming out with these things, right? So I'm trying to cover all the little bases. And there's going to be more we're going to come up with here at the commercial break here on WYSL. We have a, there's a lot more to talk about, kind of unpacking what I've seen with Tucker over these last time. Now, again, someone's going to have a piece out there that I don't know about. Somebody's going to have a little insight that I don't know about. We're going to have to get better information. And then I guarantee you, when he finally comes out, it's going to be a good interview. So. We'll see how that happens. I'm Jim Price here on WYSL. We got a commercial break coming up. We'll be right back. Sweat running all over my chest. Yes. I don't quit no. I just press harder yeah. than I ever did before. Going for the dreams that I have in store in my mind. But I know that I'm making it. I gotta get mine and nobody's taking it away. No, cause hammer don't play that. You try to get mine, boy. You better step back, freeze. Cause you don't want none. I hustle for my muscle and you look Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using 
promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. You're fired. 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 All right. Well, this is uh, kind of the world we live in where this we have to kind of speculate for a little bit here, but then we're going to find out eventually where the real truth is. Now, uh, the Blaze obviously put out this morning before uh, our show came on, the Dark Delight Show here on WYSL. I do, again, appreciate you guys hanging in there. Spending your lunchtime with me is awesome. I appreciate all this uh this uh, camaraderie we always have here to digest our, shoot, our food together and have a great day, right? Well, anyway, whatever that means. But the whole idea of Tucker Carlson getting the boot, I think, you know, and, and me and Bob were just talking uh, between the commercial there, you know, there's some scenarios on the backside. See, remember a lot of this, uh, a lot of this, this whole, okay, guys, listen, if you're not thinking, if you think this whole thing isn't about the, the, the Satan worship or the Baal worship, okay, you're really not paying attention. Uh, everything you see from from the um, the Super Bowl stuff, everything you see from all the Balenciaga stuff, you're seeing the Epstein Island stuff. This is all very interconnected, and I don't want to say that it, Tucker Carlson was a part of it, but the ownership is definitely a part of that. Now you see who the ownership of Fox is, and you start looking into that family, and you're like, "Oh, I get it. Like, how did Tucker even stay on that long? And why is Hannity there? Why would he want to be a part of that? See, that's where you start kind of your eyebrows raised and the question marks start coming. So anyway, this might be a sacrificial thing. See, remember just last week, Dominion supposedly won. Not, I'm sorry. Fox settled with Dominion. Okay. Now, a settlement by Dominion and Fox doesn't mean admission of guilt. 
And in fact, even though there may be a quote-unquote letter that says that either party doesn't take responsibility or we're going to pay them this or that, a lot of times, even though it says it's a, I mean, whatever the millions, hundreds of millions of dollars it was, right? Let's say it was a billion bucks. Oh, you owe us a billion dollars, Fox. Well, a lot of times those can become negotiating points. Well, maybe Fox doesn't have a billion, but what they could do is give over certain ownership. Or they can go in and sacrifice certain players that they don't want in there. So, like, hey, if we get rid of Bongino and we get rid of Tucker and we get rid of uh, whoever else is next, uh, Mark Levin, or uh, I think Mark Levin is kind of the only one that I look at. I'm not saying I've, I, Mark Levin is perfect, but he does stay try to stay within the Constitution. He does get tied up in the emotion of things sometimes and goes down the establishment road. But I think he's kind of the last holdout. But what if this whole idea is just sacrificial lambs to appease the establishment? Remember, it's not the left and right wing of the bird. It's the same bird. This is not oh, the Democrats or Republicans. No, this is literally, guys, all we are in is an elaborate game of thrones. That's it. This is all this is. Elaborate Game of Thrones. This is, that's really all we are in. I, there's no flashier, you know, I can't give you like, the, oh, psychologically speaking, we're in the blah, 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 and we're in a, you know, a mini ice age, and no, I, I just, that's it. You're in a churched up version of Game of Thrones. You got family, bloodlines, and some power struggles going on where people have bothered to pop themselves into points of influence even though they're not inside the bloodline, they still have become uh, popular, effective. But I think there's some sacrificial stuff going on here. No different than the Black Eye Club. No different than the ankle monitors we've seen on celebrities. No different than any of this stuff where we've seen the Hillary Clinton fallout, you know, a little stagger to the band thing. We've all seen different angles and versions of what that was. There's a lot of evidence out there that shows me this. these people... You're, you're, I always say that the end of this, when we're seeing the, the death throes of this animal, at the very end, it becomes very violent and destructive. And why not? Why not go ahead and destroy Fox with these sacrificial lambs of throwing Tucker out there? Now, like I said, I, again, I've watched Tucker evolve with his perspective and perception, his angle, which he looks at, and how he thinks of it. I've watched this grow with him, and he's not there yet. I mean, he, was, he, got, he, was, he, he got red-pilled. But he wasn't completely he wasn't completely on board with everything. He was getting there. And so what if it was just real easy, like, okay, fine, let's see. The guy who's pulling in, you know, basically our number one show, who's beating Hannity, our darling, dar you know, Hannity is our boy, Hannity's our you know, we want Hannity, blah, blah, blah. Well, what if you're you know, Hannity was you know, is yeah, that's why they're not trying to get rid of him. But what if Tarker Carlson was too popular, too far out of control, we gotta cut him. You know, and then, you know, Bongino probably gave him some lip and said, hey, man, I already believed you on the injection. You think I'm going to believe you on anything else? I took that government chemical, and now look at us. This is not, gonna, this is not working out for me. So this is where we have to go in and say, some, you know, this, there's some little evidences of things. And then, by the way, there was a video I saw of Tucker fishing in New York. There's some ponds in the Central Park there, and uh, you can certain ones you can fish in, which I don't know if I'd want to fish in New York City. Uh, or in, in you know in that Central Park area, but anyway, he was fishing, and the gentleman came up and asked him. He goes, uh, "Do you?" And he goes, "Well, do you live here?" This guy was from you know, obviously had a very thick, uh, 
uh, you know, Brook Brooklyn type accent, and uh, he's like, no, uh, no, uh, and he kind of kind of stammered for a second, and he goes, not full time anymore. And so this was a very recent, uh, you know, interview with him. So I think Tucker ha- Tucker has been moving out of New York or out of that, you know, the Metroplex or whatever. I don't know what you want to call it up in that area. It's the it's the cesspool of crap up there, you know, in that you know ugh, area. Uh, you know, Hannity has always threatened he's going to move to Texas, but he still lives in New York. Uh, but I think Tucker Carlson moved out and has moved along, moved on. Because he doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. I think he saw how dirty it really was, and it just really shocked him. His whole life, basically, all of his mental history had to be rewritten. And so what if this whole thing of getting rid of Tucker Tucker was actually part of sacrificial you know, demonstration, very embarrassing, cutting him off? I mean, a lot of times when you have somebody that even if you're going to have a show that's not doing well, you always have the fire well, right? You always, you know, you kind of slide it out. Oh, on July 1st will be the last episode of Tucker Carlson. You know, we're going to have a week of special guests come again and all this. You know, they do the whole hurrah, right? The thing, the goodbye stuff. And uh, so this could be, this. that's how they could have done it if they were wanting to be cordial. But if they want to embarrass, they want to make an example of it. They want to try to, you know, uh, socially crucify him, basically. Uh, But this, what does what? Does it when he th- when he's thrown out there? Then all of a sudden, people like the Daily Wire and others like that are going to want to scoop him up. Correct? I mean, that's what I think of. But anyway, as we see this, there's there's a black eye club. There's the 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 whole ankle boot thing. There's different parts of this where you have to say, okay, I see a lot of stuff going on in the world around me. I see a lot of things. Okay, how do I put all this together? I think there's uh, there's a lot of room here for. The, the new media stuff that Trump has been trying to put together. I've tried to talk to people about, you know, picking it. We've, you know, talked about picking up some radio stations so that we can quit going to the AP News and to, you know, ABC and NBC and creating our own, you know, source of news, our own information source. And uh, there's ways to do that. So maybe this is a way of, cut, you know, they're cutting him loose as sacrificial to kind of show that they're in charge. But if, what if that's just playing into the Patriots' hand that allows him now to get away from his contract and he's free? Like, he gets to go do what he wants and he doesn't have to do the NDA and doesn't have to not broadcast for two years or whatever it is. See, sometimes those people go dark for two or three years because they basically are trying to shelf them for two or three years to decline their popularity so that then they can't you know, uh, you know, know, keep riding the wave of popularity on, on the way out. I don't know about this. We'll have to see. More details will come out. I could be completely wrong. He just could have a hangnail, and he just decided he doesn't want to do it anymore. He's going to go fly fishing. I have no idea. I mean, that's possible. I mean, there is a point, people. Why, like, where are we like, how come he's not doing it anymore? He should be out there. Like, well, maybe he's just tired. Maybe he got through on Friday. He's like, you know what? Pound sand, guys. I'm out of here. I, I've had enough. You guys figure it out. Maybe when he was down there in Florida... And uh, when he did that interview with Trump, maybe that was uh, maybe that Trump and him maybe had a little sit down talk. Maybe they worked something out. I'm doing a lot of maybes here, guys, because I have about one percent more information than you guys have at this point, And I'm doing a lot of putting things together that I've observed. But we'll see how it all comes out. I think this is going to give him a platform just like the whole if you don't like you don't know who Andrew Tate is. You know, you go look him up. Andrew Tate was a guy who says, listen, you know, men men are this, the women are that. 
And to say that, you know, he was charged with, uh, what was it, kidnapping? Um, it was kind of impossible to be held for kidnapping and when the doors were unlocked on the house. And anyway, everybody's able to free to come and go. But that's how they tear people down. See, this is a way of saying, oh, look, oh, Fox got rid of you. Oh, you're a lesser than. Oh, Tucker, bye-bye, go away. Well, I can tell you right now, there's probably a lot of media, including MSNBC and CNN, that are probably going ahead and giving him a phone call. Just because he does have the popularity that, you know, was going to bring numbers. Whether they like what he has to say or not, he does bring numbers. CNN, MSNBC, uh, HLN, these people are really suffering. I don't know where he's going to land. He can land anywhere he wants to, or he could just land right in the stream in his backyard and go fly fishing all summer long and just say bye to us. I mean, he, you know, he, he's probably got enough money, and whether he's done, that he's out. But what's really crazy, though, is all last week they were promoing his new series of documentaries on the Fox Nation. So, like I said, there was a lot of things that were seemed like are going in the right direction, but then we have the announcement of the lawsuit that, uh, but we don't get, we don't have all the terms of agreement because it wasn't an open court case; it was settled. So we'll have to figure this out. So, yeah, it's closing time, boys and girls. <laughs> All right, we've got a commercial break coming up here on WYSL. Don't go anywhere, and we'll be right back after these messages. Let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to WYSL, your Dark Delight show with your host here, Jim Price. Josh is not here today. He's having a little bit of a, a voice problem, so he got me. He got me for the next hour and a half still. Guys, this is where we have to, you know, to slow down and take a little bit of this in. Now, I, you know, I was saying... You know, this stuff about Tucker, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know him from Adam. I mean, he could walk. I mean, I would recognize him, but uh, Mark Levin was a lot taller than I was when I saw him at CPAC this year. I didn't realize he was quite that tall. But what I'm saying is that, you know, this whole thing with Tucker is, is I, I get it. You know, there's some, there's some questions out there. I don't know what they are. You know, I, I don't know what the answers are. I don't really know what a good question is on some of this, but the sad part of it is, is that, you know, me and Bob were talking about, and others, uh, other examples that I have as well is that, hey, you know what? We're out. I'm done. And uh, sometimes that just happens. People just get tired. I mean, look at what happened with Martin Sheen. Didn't he? Uh, uh, didn't he do the whole, you know, bow, bye, I'm out. You know, and they had to rewrite an entire show. Uh, or Charlie Sheen, not Martin Sheen. Charlie Sheen. And uh, so th- this is the kind of stuff where you see that. There's incidents like this that happen in, you know, what was uh, what was the other guy? Um, David Chappelle. David Chappelle, another guy where he was making tens of millions of dollars bringing, uh, bringing home the bacon, right? And then all of a sudden he's just like, yep, I'm out. I'm not going to play the game. I'm not, this is, a, you know, I've, I've gone as far as I can. I'm not going to do anymore, which again is fine. And again, everybody has their reason. Now, I don't, I'm not a Fox, you know, like I said, I really don't watch Fox for any other reason. Every now and again, I'll flip it on just to see if there's something is breaking or whatever. Not really because I, I don't spend hardly any time on it anymore. I stay, I watch uh, uh, Gunsmoke and a lot of the other things now before I ever did. But let me read through some comments here on TikTok. And this is, this is where it's kind of amazing. I, I'm not trying to, um, 
trying to figure out, you know, which side of this is on. I'm not, I'm not side, you know, whatever Fox did, whatever Tucker did, but uh, this is um, kind of weird. Fox is, is compromised. Stop supporting them is the one comment. Uh, I want to go down. Uh, we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. Uh, I hate him passionately. Trump is a demonic force, a destroyer. These are comments on Twitter about Tucker's being gone. Uh, you ever consider that maybe it's all of you that are the problem? I don't know what that has to do with anything. Uh, Truth telling regarding Dominion. So they got uh, they had to get rid of all of them. About uh, it's all about the bottom line. Uh, and Don Lemon fired at CNN. Hope he uh, hope he goes away. Let me see. There's a couple in here that were really just like wow. Uh, Tucker is running for Congress as a Democrat in Rhode Island. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where this stuff comes from. These people just are just going to put it out there. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to go through some of the comments. A lot of them are really unemployed loser, this person says. And let's see. Oh, Tucker, Tucker Carlson got fired. What a beautiful Monday. Well, that's – and then they got a picture of their, their uh, view in Montana. Uh, Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Boom. Um, so much losing. It's almost as if the world uh, pities or despises all of you MAGA lovers. Your team has never had a win of any kind. What do you think that – why do you think that is? So, okay, because of Dominion lawsuit, uh, me thinks. And these are just like – I'm just time to boycott Fox News. We have facts. Uh, you have facts and crumbled by and crumbled by Dominion sad. Uh, why did F uh, Tucker Carlson have to get dropped from Fox News on a Monday? Uh, worst part though uh, – see, here's what's weird is like if you look up I, – I, I went and looked up on my uh, schedule for uh, for Fox News tonight, and they still show Tucker Carlson – is in there so they have the ability to change that live uh they can change those tv schedules live on there they they'll they can input whatever show they you know inf show information they have but it looks like they still show him to be in there so i don't know we'll have to see it's it's midday they still got you got the 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 five on fox is supposed to come up uh and we'll see what uh, greg gutfeld and others uh, there have to say i'm sure they're going to be very opinionated even we you know they there's some people that uh, what was it? Uh, Judge uh, Janine, she got uh, she got waxed by Fox and then got brought back. So I don't know. Fox suspended her and then got rid of her and then they brought her back. So I don't know what happened on under that. But these are just things that just observations. I've seen how m people really just don't mind stomping on your grave. Doesn't matter whether you you know are, you are a human being or not. Let's just make sure and and let's just jump to hey. Thank God Fox is better now because Tucker's gone. Like I said, I I was watching Tucker evolve. I was watching him move into a different direction, and I thought that was pretty uh, that was pretty uh, interesting to watch. Or maybe Fox News is purging some of the habitual liars and traitors from its payroll. That's a comment. He will be on another network or create his own soon. This is not the end of Tucker. Uh, stop talking endlessly about Biden Trump rematch and get on the Tucker Carl uh, get on the Tucker Carlson out of Fox story. I don't know. These are so these are people just fighting with each other on some of this. Uh, Tucker Carlson's fired a uh, little uh, has fired its little fella today. These are just these are Twitter comments. I'm I'm just reading down through some of these. 
And uh, it's kind of weird how, you know, there's a different there are dichotomies of, and I'm not, you know, I, this is just going into the latest Tucker Carlson stuff, what's going on. But again, there's too many things that are kind of lining up where you got to go, hmm, okay, what else is there? So, and the sad part of it is, is that this is all what's trending. Uh, we've got Tucker at 335,000 tweets. And then uh, this is just, it's just a lot of, can you talk about Tucker's uh, stance on LGBTQY rights? How about immigrants? How about the election being stolen? Dominion voting machines, uh, like anything. So I don't know what this, if the regime can take Tucker out, it can take any of us out. Uh, That one actually is very, that's very profound because I've actually talked about this you know, back when I went through the stuff that I went through when I when I ran for office, the the being swatted twice, having the no knock raids, man, this they came after your president. Okay, they came after your president. They've come after others, and a lot of them like, oh, they were they were guilty of what? I mean, the, the sad part of it, a lot of this is is like even though you know Cohan actually lied about what he he got in trouble for lying, he didn't have to. He hadn't really done anything wrong. The, the, what, all they ever got Cohan for was for lying. Okay, well, the, here's the problem with that. It's okay for your government to lie to you, but you cannot lie to your government. And that right there to me is a real problem I have with why we all continue to accept this as a, a standard practice. We keep going back to this. It's like, well, yeah, oh, you know, he was a liar. And, oh, yeah, you know, Tucker, you know, take him down. The, my, my problem is, is that this establishment that does seem to have its finger on the scales of, of what we see in our daily life has really made a big, I think they've made a big swipe at us. But at the same time, what's going on with Twitter? And why is it we see the Twitter uh, the Twitter flag flag company actually change to the, you know this X-Corp? Well, if you kind of look at what Elon Musk has got, he's got SpaceX, now he's got X-Corp over Twitter. He also talked about Twitter being a non-profit and actually being turned over to another corporation. So I don't know. I see... Uh, uh, see uh, Elon Musk doing a lot of stuff at Twitter. I see this going on with Tucker. I see the Dan Bongino stuff. I'm seeing a lot of movement around. But how is it that just after Tucker has a, a, a you know an obviously a, a multi-hour conversation with Trump on an interview, then suddenly now Tucker is out. So somewhere along the line something happened, and I guess we'll have to figure that out as time goes on. But I just want everybody to. Just hear like some different scenarios of what's going on and why is this such a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because he was he was waking up. He was getting there. He was getting to that point where maybe, just maybe, we could actually start talking about some things openly and not just automatically go, oh, you're an election denier. Okay, well, I'm not an election denier. I believe we had an election, but I also can show you where we have people that are going to jail and have, are serving jail time for ballot stuffing, for manipulation of documents, for chain of custody, for you know all these different things that are in election fraud. And these are happening across our country, but we can't have those genuine conversations. Well, prove it to me. Well, here's the problem is, is to, for you just to be blatantly out there say, well, the election... You know, I'm an election denier because I say, hey, I have questions about the process. When I could simply point out to you that 8 billion lottery tickets every single year, 8 billion lottery tickets every single year are sold by your government flawlessly. And at, at with no time do we have fraud. At no time do we have questions. And within seconds of the drawing, we have a certified winner and we have a certified uh, drawing. And that happens twice a week. 
8 billion times a year, but yet every two years we can't have an election of 150 million people that doesn't take two and three months to count all those ballots. 130 million ballots, okay, that's 130 million people vote. That's 130 million ballots. We can't do that every two years. I'm sorry, 130 million. 150 million ballots. I'm, I'm, that's actually a low number. 150 million ballots every two years. We can't count those within months of an election, but yet we can do 8 billion lottery tickets, individual traceable lottery tickets every single year flawlessly. The government has the will to do it when they have their money involved, but they don't have the will to do it when their power is involved. All right, guys, we got a commercial break coming up here on WISL. We'll be right back here in just a couple of minutes. And I really have enjoyed my stay, but I must be moving on. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back at WYSL here on the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for being here. And we had a question here on over here on TikTok as I was I'm doing TikTok live as well uh, at the Jim Price Show doc, uh, at the Jim Price Show. Uh, go over there if you guys want to follow along. You can as well. You're just going to hear one side of this, not so much the intro, outros, and commercials. 
the question was, uh, I don't get your metaphor. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, what is the what is the election got to do with lottery tickets? Well, your government, your city, county, state, federal government run a money a money system or a money system, a number system. The number system is called the lottery. The lottery is ran by your government. Your government runs eight billion unique tickets every single year, flawlessly, and knows within seconds of a drawing who the winner is, how they paid, a photo of the individual buying the ticket, and all the whole thing, location, blah, blah, blah. They know exactly what time that was done within seconds of the drawing being done. What I'm pointing out is the fact that if we can have 8 billion individual unique tickets printed, sold, and tracked by our government every single year, every two years, we can't count 150 million ballots in one evening? See, this is the problem here. When you say, well, the, do you want to go all computers? I don't want to go all computers, but I also know that our precincts are broke down to less than 2,000 voters per precinct. If you have a 50% turnout or even a 60% turnout of those that are uh, registered voters, a lot of times those numbers aren't even up over 1,000. Sometimes they're a little over 1,000. But the problem is, is we can actually go through individual precincts, and we used to do this all the time. We had the ability to do this, and we've done it for a long, long time. But for some reason now, we've got states like Arizona and Nevada who take months to count ballots, where if your government has the will to do something, it's amazing how they can do it 8 billion times a year flawlessly over and over again when it comes to their money number game that they want to play, the numbers game, that just same thing that Mafia used to run. Uh, they just do it themselves now. By the way, remember, all, all, all casinos are all licensed through the state or, or state-owned. Again, we have a situation when the government wants to participate. Sure is amazing how profitable it can be for them and how they can just seem to get that right every single time. No different than how we can see that on a roulette table, they're able to track every single movement. On a poker table, they're able to track every single movement. They can tell whether their card has been mocked, uh, marked or not with either a pen or a creased or anything like that. We know these things can go on in a casino. They've been doing it for decades. They've had elaborate camera systems, but yet we can't do elections. What is really the most important part of what we have as a constitutional republic, America is a constitutional republic, as long as we continue to have this conversation about elections that we cannot factually back up, well, we're going to have to have ourselves a question about whether our government's legitimate. We have to continue to go back and say, listen, how is this possible that you can sell 8 billion government? The government issues you 8 billion unique lottery tickets every single year and is able to know exactly when they were sold and all that good stuff nationwide. Nationwide, within seconds of the, of the drawing, they know within seconds nationwide who won that, that lottery. But yet we can't every two years bother to count 150 million ballots. Again, it's about will. What do you have the will to do? Well, one of the articles that came out so far on the whole Tucker Carlson thing is that it was a mutual split. Uh, the statement reads, Mr. Carlson's last program on Friday, uh, April 21st, the, that was the uh, Fox News Tonight, uh, will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay, so it'll be Fox News Tonight. That will be what's going to uh, be in the, uh, in the Tucker Carlson uh, spot. Fox News Media operates Fox News Channel, Fox Business Network, 
Fox News Digital, Fox News Audio, Fox News. Okay, I don't know. Currently, number one network and all of cable, FNC, has also been the most watched television news channel for the, uh, more than 21 consecutive years. Uh, but F, uh, FBN rank, uh, ranks among the top business channels on cable. So they're giving their resume here. Uh, let's see. The decision to part ways with Car- uh, Carlson comes less than a week after the broadcaster and Dominion voting system reached a $787 million statement. Uh, Tucker Carl- uh, Carlson's show was not a main focus of the Dominion lawsuit. So I don't know. We, there's some things out here where it's like somebody's trying to, they're trying to try the correlation. I don't know. We know that there's a lot of sacrifice that goes out there, out there in front of us. We know this is happening out, out there in real time. And we can't be we can't be bashful to talk about it. You know, what is it they want? Or, like I said, he just got tired of being a part of it. Um, uh, again, uh, let's see, the, post, uh, the post-millennial Tucker Carlson leaves Fox News as they agree to part ways. I don't know. Uh, this is, he's going to end up somewhere else. Uh, he'll be able to do whatever he wants to do, and not without, without any question. I bet there's, the, there's a lot of organizations out there that would scoop him up in a second. And uh, he and he was he was their big draw, and that's what uh, CNN was really competing against was Tucker. But that doesn't seem to me that makes a lot of sense if you're going to get rid of your number one guy or what was the mutual reason. So uh, we have situations where maybe the contracts were getting ready to get renewed. Maybe they just couldn't come together on cash. Uh, you know, maybe they did have that conversation that you know I you know if I'm pulling in these numbers, you're paying Hannity. $20 million a year, well, you're going to have to pay me more because my numbers are this. Uh, I'm ahead of Hannity, so you should be paying me accordingly because uh, Hannity was getting at least twice or three times what Tucker was getting. So if he says, hey, you know, I want this, they're like, no way. All right, bye. Uh, and maybe that's that's how it happened. I mean, this these are, these are just speculations. I know I keep kind of putting out what I think or I don't know. And I don't know. I really don't know what it's going to come out with. There's a lot of people out. Bongino's, uh, he's he has uh, he has tw- he has tweeted out about this as well. You know, WTF? Uh, Dom Lemons is fired on the same day as Tucker Carlson. Tried to search all around. Almost nothing about uh, in the news uh, shows you truly who's more uh, uh, powerful. Right? This is really, guys. This is these are the great questions, the comments out there that are out there. But and then people are people are like, bye, Don Lemon. I mean, they really don't have a lot of uh, they don't have a lot of uh, sympathy for him. But Tucker Carlson, this really is the confusing one because it doesn't make sense to us to see something that's successful and then suddenly it's not. But Daily Wire has a quick article out there about that as well. Guys, you're gonna have to figure out what it is that you want to understand and be able to move forward on this. What I mean by that is that you have to think about, okay, do you want to get all wrapped up in the identity politics that we've all been told that is so important? What color your skin? What's between your legs or what you do in your bedroom? These are the things that they keep telling you to fight about. Well, fight about this because Tucker Carlson was this or that. But like, two years ago, I didn't, I didn't like listening to him because I thought he was too, way too liberal bent. I thought he went way too far that other direction. So to me... I didn't really, I didn't like watching him. But then, like I said, after I saw him 
you know, see the government, the three-letter agencies, getting in there and contacting his staff and, and uh, obviously spying in on his communications with his staff, you know, this was, uh, this was, this was a real eye-opener for him. And obviously, this is how it came to fruition. There are times in a man's life when suddenly, you know what, you, you, you went too far. And so that maybe this is what that means. And we got to give him the respect that he said, hey, I don't want the government being involved. Whether he is absolutely, you know, hey, he believes in the government chemical, he believes in and all this and thinks the elections were perfect and the most secure on earth and he wants to be that guy, that's fine. But maybe there's a time where he just had enough. And maybe he just he just wanted to get out, and that's all right too. But there's too much of us that too many of us that really want to run out there and demonize him for things that maybe we don't even know enough. And my speculation of all the different parts I try to put together could be wrong as well. But I don't know. We'll have to see how it all comes out. I'm sure there'll be interviews and questions in the next coming days. All right, we do have a commercial break coming up here at the top of the hour here on the WYSL show, Dark to Light. We'll be right back here in a few minutes, guys. See you for the next hour. Bye bye. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to WYSL. The second hour of your lunch break here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. The Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. This is our extended hour on Mondays and Wednesdays, so thank you for sticking around. I guess the topic of the day, really just going back around and again, is that we have people on TikTok over here that really don't understand the election system, talking about how I don't want people to be able to vote, which is I think is neat, uh, which is, again, they well, how can people vote on one day? And uh, this is all very confusing that we've done this for hundreds of years in America, that we were able to vote on one day for hundreds of years. And suddenly, with the amount of technology, aircraft, vehicles, electric bikes, scooters, transportation, trains, all this stuff, we just don't have the ability to get to the polling places all in one day in the busy, busy days of Americans on this 2023. This is, uh, this is really ridiculous. We have the ability, we, if we have the will, we can, we can literally sell eight. Again, I'm going to go back to this. I, I'm, I didn't realize this was such a hard concept to kind of pick up here. We sell, our government sells the American people eight billion lottery tickets just in the lottery. We're not talking about scratch-offs. We're not talking about three ball. We're not talking about uh, Kino. We're not talking about the horse, the electronic horse racing. We're not talking about any of that other stuff. I'm just talking about the straight paper, the paper lottery system. That system alone. I'm not talking about all the other junk that goes along with the lottery system. Scratch offs, pool tabs, 
the whole thing. No, I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about the 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 balls, the number game that they give you guys, which is what the the mafia used to run. Still probably runs most of it. That is done by your government. Your government owns and operates that entire system in all 50 states. And on one night, okay, two nights a week, uh, and they are able to do this calculation of all these tickets and find out exactly who the one or two or whatever winners there are within seconds of the drawing being done and certified. They could get this done in seconds at $8 billion times a year they know which ones are good and which ones are bad how much they won if you walk up to the little boop thing at the convenience store it will tell you within a second if you were a winner or not but yet we can't do we can't do elections we got people that say they can't show up well hey you know this is how it works you get in you get out it doesn't take three hours to vote either i mean i think maybe the longest i ever had to wait in line and do all that was this last election. And I think it was like a 30 or 35 minute process. And there was a line out the door. There was a line completely out of the door of the gymnasium that we were, we were voting in. And uh, we were able to, I walked right in and it, actually the line kept moving fairly quick. I think my voting process took me like two or three minutes and we were done or I was done. So to say that we can't get it done in one day, to say that we can't, you know, get access to everything in one day. The fact that how does this analogy work one with the other? I, I guess if you don't want to look at selling 8 billion unique trackable tickets every single year, year after year after year, you can't see where there's no will to get the elections right when it only has 150 million ballots every two years. That's it. I mean, I'm not, that's the, that's the entire argument. That's it. That's all I'm asking. Right? That's all I want to have a conversation about. It's like, so if we can sell 8 billion unique trackable tickets, how can we can't count 150 million ballots every other year? That's the part where it's like, we can't seem to get that part figured out. I mean, this is ridiculous. And I don't understand how we did it for hundreds of years in this country. This is the other thing. We didn't just invent crime in 1990 or you know, 1980 or 1950, or 2020. Mass murders, murder, stabbings, shootings have been going on always. They're not something brand new. And in fact, if you see that actually those are all been trending down, but yet every time we see gun restrictions put in, every time we try to restrict people from doing something, it makes things worse. And this voting thing that we're seeing where we suddenly can't figure out how to vote since 2000, 2000 actually 20, uh, 1999 is when we brought the Dominion voting systems into America, which had been first tried out in Venezuela. And the Dominion systems were brought into America by Diebolt, which is an account, a money counting machine. Diebolt, but Diebolt is usually the one that runs most of all your ATM machines. They're able to count out money at a trillion, was it a trillion pieces of paper? and can identify the, the type of paper, whether it's a fraud, and count all the serial numbers and track them a trillion times without any mistakes. That's the Diebolt systems. That's why they went over into, quote-unquote, elections. And so the Diebolt system itself, and I'm using some paraphrased stuff. I'm not going to get down in the weeds of every single part of this. 
But the idea that we can't seem to have a, a gentle conversation about the will to do something. I want your guys to win if they won. I want my guy to win if they won. I want the other guys win, to win if they won. I don't have a problem with that. If it's the independents that won, then let them win. If it's the Democrats that win, then let them win. If it's the Republicans that win, let them win. But my problem is I can't verify my elections. Too many times we see that the, the, the boxes aren't certified by their own standards, and they're the ones who created the standards and owned the standards company. And they still can't certify their own company. See, these are all things talked about in this election system, in this cycle, and I don't know how it got completely off on this, but this is where we're at. We have too many things right in front of us that show us that we got to do better. That if we can do a flawless tracking system of multiple digits, okay, multiple numbers and whatever combination that someone put them down, if we can do that 8 billion times a year, we could do 150 million ballots every other year. But it has to do with will. Do you want to put the work in to find out what's really going on? Or are you just willing to say, well, as long as my side is winning, I think the system's great. That's human nature. That's the human nature of this. And that right there is really the telling part of this, is that even though we might see that there's something wrong, it's just easier us for to go along as long as our guy is still winning. Now, I complained about, back in 2016, the election system. I complained about the election system in 2018. I complained about the election system in 2020. Oh, yeah, 2016, when Trump won, when everybody's out there, well, see, you didn't have a problem in 20. No, I did. I talked about it in 2016 in that election. I talked about it in 2018. I talked about it in 2020. I talked about it in 2022. But, see, we keep forgetting that when I'm still out there saying the same thing over and over again, I don't care who won, it's not, it's not whether I'm a Democrat or Republican at this point. I'm just an American who wants to simply see the same amount of effort put into the verification of my election that they're bothering to put into the lottery system. Again, it's about will. How many times can a computer track the different variations on a slot machine in a casino? When you're sitting there pounding out that machine over and over and over and over and over again, hundreds of transactions per hour, but there's thousands of machines, and how many casinos across this country, and they're able to track all those in real time? Those are unique individual math problems spun each time that the button is pushed that gives variations to jackpot payoffs or to nothing at all. But see how when we have the will to do something, it gets done right, flawlessly, over and over and over again. But we can't have that generous conversation with each other that, hey, by the way, why don't we just try real hard to get it right? Well, my identity has to be hidden. Okay, no, you don't sign your name on the top of your ballot. You don't put your name or address on your ballot. But if you were able to track your serial number, because you got a little tab that says this is your serial number, this is your ballot, and you can go back and you can log in with your serial number and see your ballot and see that it's, it's counted, what's wrong with that? You know, again, why do we have to have Dominion systems that count our votes hooked up to the Internet with all the R? If they're just a calculator, when's the last time your calculator got an iOS update? When did it get a system update? That calculator that's in your drawer that runs off that little satellite or that little uh, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, solar panel 
that little bitty solar panel in your calculator. You pull it out of your drawer. You haven't seen it for two years. You push the on button. It calculates. When the last time did that? When did a calculator need an update in your drawer? It doesn't. So why does a calc? Why does something that just tabulates? It puts this row in this box. It puts this row in this box. It puts this row in this box, just like a calculator. Why does that need IP addresses and and uh, and modems and data collection and caches? Why does it need IP addresses? Why does it need to be hooked up to the internet? Why is it that we can't just simply see the tabulation as it's going on? Why is that not not Why is that not fair? Well, that's that's just too much, Jim. Right there, you're asking for that's that's. You could steal the election that way. Well, they're stealing it anyway. But we, if we have the will, eight billion times we can get it right, but not on election day. All right, guys, I got a commercial break coming up on WISL. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. It's the final countdown. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to WYSL, your 
Dr. Light Show, your host here, Jim Price. Guys, this is kind of the, the conversation that's going on is so tied into everything. And I know that sounds like, okay, well, I, by the way, I got a guy over here. He called me a grifter, so I don't know. I feel bad already. I probably won't make it through the rest of the show. Um, <laughs> the idea that we, we get to going down this path of the Dominion voting systems, okay, with Fox and, you know, the whole other thing with they're suing Jeff Bannon and they're going after this and that and all these other things. The sad part of this is, is that if you know that the, the Dominion system that was actually brought into Nebraska first and brought in there by the guy who developed it out of D.C., who took it there and then used it statewide in Nebraska and then won the governorship. Guys, there's a lot of things. If you just look back through the history of Dominion, if you look back through the history of these voting systems, you look back through ESNS and all these other ones, we all want to forget about this stuff because it's it's too complicated. It has everything to do with how our elections look. If you go back to the 2000 election, all these election systems were brought in in, 20, in, 20, in 1999, and they were ushered in in a lot of areas, and they've been able to manipulate this through the voter registers for a long, long time. And I wish that we actually had a, a better conversation with this. And I had Democrats coming to me in 2014 and 2016 talking about the elections being stolen. And they were very genuine about this, the fact that they, they knew things were happening, this and that. Well, again, I started talking about it openly. And I got, I got swatted for it. I, came, it came, I, got, I got my life torn apart about it. Because I bother to say, listen, I want free and fair elections. I want you to have freedoms. I want you to have your property, no property tax, no food tax. I don't want you to have all these types of things where you have utility tax and things that are taxing the poor and the elderly the most. And that didn't fit the narrative. That didn't fit the, hey, we need more bike lanes and whatever else they were trying to come up with to spend, you know, put money laundering through the, the government. We know that that's what they're doing. And yet we talk about – I started this whole conversation out with Tucker. You know, Tucker was the conversation, right? We're going to talk about what Tucker was going up against. We were going to talk about, okay, the Dominion system, the Dominion lawsuit, the, the voting. And I just made a quick comment about voting, and it seems to still be a very, very polarizing conversation because as long as your guy won, the lecture system's amazing. But when your girl didn't win in 2016 – well, we beat that drum to death, didn't we? And I said the same thing. I want there to be a full investigation. Even the the uh, Harris and Biden, they both ran out there and said, oh, there's election fraud, there's election fraud. I'm like, yeah, there is. So the problem is, is this, I'm not, I'm not on one side or the other on this one. This is the one where I'm saying, hey, Americans, we got to do better. We have to do better. But anyway, this, uh, this whole thing with Tucker has created a lot of hubbub about things and the fact that we're seeing that, well, you know, finally, you know, Fox will get back to being the news it needs to be. Well, when you go back to the news it needs to be, well, then just go listen to NPR. I mean, why even bother listening to Fox? Why even think that you might have to discern, you have to have some kind of discernment when you watch Fox? Just get your stuff from the AP News, go back to ABC or CNN, and then just don't, don't bother reaching out to anybody else. You got the news source that fits you. You don't have to be questioned. You don't have to worry about being you know, in control or having any mental thought of your own. Just go back to the old well and leave the rest of us alone. And if we want to sit over here and say the sky is falling, then that's what we get to do. That's called America. But when we both were saying the same thing just a few years ago, because your guy 
you're woman, you're whatever, you're this, you're that, you're judge, you're governor, you're legislator, whatever, didn't make the election and you're upset. Well, we should be upset the fact that we can even have this conversation at all, at any level. There are convictions happening. There are people that are out there being tried, are being convicted, are plea bargaining. Because this is a real part of our daily life, and the fact is that we, if we can say this once at all in our country, we need to revamp what we have and go back to what worked for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yes, multiples of hundreds, right? Not just 100. We had elections all along. But we can't have that, grand, that generous conversation with you. So, hey, listen, let's go back to what we know what works. Let's go back to paper ballots. Let's go back to being able to verify. Let's go back to you know, clearing up the registers instead of saying, well, until we can receive a death certificate, we cannot take anybody off the voter rolls. Well, the guy's 180 years old. Can we take him off the voter rolls yet? 150 years old. Can we take him off there yet? It says he's 120 years old. Can we take him off the voter rolls? Well, Jim, you're just making – that's one example sad part of it is, guys, it's actually, that's the biggest example you guys came to us with when you said in 2016 that Trump didn't win. See, the problem is, is even then you guys were saying that that was a problem. The voter registers were a problem. But now when the voter registers seem to fit your narrative, we can't have that conversation. Do you see where I'm going with this? You see that it's like, guys, just just be careful to not fight with each other because we're not me and you, you and I, us, we the people, we're not the enemy. Those that are trying to control us and keep us in, in fighting with each other, that's the enemy. That The enemy is outside of us. Quit fighting each other over, over stuff that really is, is trivial. We should all be demanding for a, a higher understanding of what our election systems look like, a higher standard of perfection. And I guess what, what is your pain threshold for elections? Is it one ballot was illegal? Is that, is that you're okay with one? Or is it 10? Well, is it 10 per precinct? Or is it 10 per county? Or is it 10 per state? Or is it 10 per the nation? So you're okay with, you know, 10% or 10 or 100? What is, the, what is your pain level to understand that there is fraud going on? Because I've heard a lot of people that are on both sides of this say, well, there's fraud, but it's not a lot of fraud. I mean, I'm here. I'm, this is Republicans and Democrats both. Well, there's not. There's some fraud. There's fraud, but not a lot of fraud. So you're saying the elections are fraudulent? Now, if you if I came into the lottery commission and said, you know, I drove up to, and said, hey, I, here's my lottery ticket. I want my billion dollars from the last election or last uh, uh, lottery. Well, they're going to go do a bunch of verifying of that, right? And they're going to be able to track that. And see exactly where I supposedly bought that with all the barcode and all the serial numbers and all that stuff. They're able to verify that with it. But goop, they do a little laser scan of it. But goop, it comes right up. Not a problem. But see, this is, this is a matter of will. When, it's, when, it's, it, when it favors you, the, the system's amazing. If the, fa- if the system favors the, your opponent... Well, then obviously the system is flawed, and I have been claiming the system has been flawed for a long time. Anyway, um, I, did, I do like the whole idea that uh, – let's, let's move on here. Let's, uh, yournews.com put out an article. New study finds out face masks may increase stillbirths, testicular dysfunction, and cognitive decline in kids. Guys, this is going back to us all going to the well, the poison well of the death counter during COVID, the three years ago in March – 
where we shut down the world to flatten the curve to find out that none of this absolutely worked, putting masks on people on airplanes for two years, putting people through all this just to go to their, their dinner table at a restaurant, going into hospitals, getting into Ubers, going in and out of this building or that building. Oh, get your mask on. The problem is, is that research finds that face coverings can cause carbon dioxide poisoning, leading to serious health issues. And a study by German researchers has conducted a face mask, carbon dioxide poisoning. This is this is the stuff that we talked about three years ago. When they first started coming out about this whole thing with the masks, where everybody's like, here, wear a mask, wear a mask. They were, people would hand you a mask with a pair of tongs. And, you know, it's like, uh, you know, going to a casino, going to a grocery store, going to here, going to there. Oh, where's your mask? Where's your mask? But it's amazing that this, this is all coming out now. But we knew this from the Spanish flu. We knew from the Spanish flu that it was causing pneumonia cases at a higher death rate than anything the Spanish flu was doing. We knew that then, 100 years ago. But here we are, 100 years later, trying to figure out whether masks work or not. And It's just kind of the same thing with the elections. Like I said, I got involved in, in 2014. 2016 was my first real push on the, the whole idea of what I wanted to see in elections. Well, here it is. We've got the whole thing with uh, this thing's talking about testicular issues. It's talking about stillbirth, birth defects for pregnant women. Uh, five minutes of wearing a mask uh, results in a CO2 levels increasing uh, up to 3%. See, these are the things that CO2, remember, that's the bubbly stuff in your soda, in your beer, in your champagne, in your sparkling wine, uh, your, your different, you know, steel, your fuzzy waters, right? But this is what's out there. This information is talking about CO2s that are that's going to collect in your side, your blood system, the, after five minutes of wearing it. Now, that sounds to me like we're going the wrong direction on what we think is right. Remember, they're telling us to lower our CO2 emissions because we're all going to die, but we all know CO2 actually makes things more green and more lush and causes them to multiply and flourish all the green plants on the earth. But we don't want to have that conversation. Anyway, it's good to see that this is coming out, and we're going to have this conversation and be genuine with each other. Not going to argue about, well, maybe you just if you would have worn the N95 mask or if you just had some more bleach spray... Well, anyway, <laughs> see, this is what we do. We just spend time arguing about stuff that doesn't matter. All right, guys, I'm Jim Price here on the Dr. Light Show. we got a commercial break coming up. We'll be right back. Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back, everybody. The Dark Delight Show here. Thank you so much for you guys for sticking around for the second hour of your lunch. We're going through all these things. We did have a caller call in uh, that wanted to know where that article was uh, talking about the studies. This is actually from yournews.com. New study finds face mask may increase stillbirths, testicular dysfunction, cognitive decline in children. Go to yournews.com. Yournews.com is where that article is. It actually has the uh, the medical literature here where he was published in a uh, in a medical journal uh, talking about this. So there's a lot of documentation to back this up. 
And then there's some obviously some uh, different tweets that they filed in this article as well. And they get they went through and down they went down through the whole uh, you know different things in this. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty detailed. It's actually a lot of information. So you go to yournews.com to find that article on the masks and uh, guys, we were right all along. The thing is, is to say that we were going along with that at all was really a, a stretch of where our freedoms are. Because my question was, you know, I don't, I don't wear a condom so my neighbor doesn't get pregnant by her husband. I that doesn't make any sense because me wearing something doesn't make my neighbors safe from pregnancy. No different than if you know if you're wearing a mask, then that saves you. If I'm contagious or whatever, and you got your mask on, you've been saved. But for me to try to confine my airway because you have some type of paranoia, no. See, that's just it. That is an absolute no. And there's a lot of people out there that you have to understand that that really that really went through a whole psychological lesson, even in their own life, that one, they enjoyed the fact that parts of their face was covered up so they didn't have to actually be seen for who they are. And their identity became powerful because they could wear a mask and then tell others to wear their mask because this is a medical emergency. This is somehow you killing Nana. And then here we are. We got evidence that just it doesn't come out very well. Well, anyway, so let's, uh, there's another article here that's coming out, and I'll, let's talk about this. Seems how we seem to have gotten on a little bit of election tirade, which is easy to do. I mean, I could do hours and hours. Missy uh, over here on TikTok, she's uh, moderating the, 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 the show over here on TikTok for me. She's huge into the election integrity stuff. She's huge into the certification and all the stuff going on and the fact that the state doesn't even follow its own laws for certification. The the election boxes don't even follow their own certification. I mean, all these things. Missy is, is an amazing, uh, resourceful person. She has been out there killing it for a long, long time. I've always enjoyed her company. And uh, she's she showed the evidence and has given it, and yet – it's not just about benefiting her, but it's trying to clean up the system so we can all have some confidence instead of having this angst conversation over and over again. Well, this article here says, JFK Jr. slams DNC for rigged primary. No debates, moving South Carolina to first state. Says uh, DNC at this point has taken the official position that there will be no debate. And I think that's unfortunate. I think that the DNC did... Uh, what the DNC did in New Hampshire is also unfortunate, Candy uh, uh, Jr. said to the host on Breitbart. Uh, he goes on to say, President Biden didn't do well there, New Hampshire. He came in fifth. So they, they took New Hampshire and they kicked it out of the first place. And now they're going to say that they're saying now they're going to say they're saying that they're going to completely remove the delegates from New Hampshire. Now, see, this is again. This goes back to. There's actually a clip here in the in the uh, article here. It's on yournews.com as well. This one comes out from uh, Jacob Bliss. This is one of those situations, like the Bernie Sanders thing. How is it that Joe Biden and Harris, the potato in chief, and your vice president, how is it that they were literally polling one percent apiece, one percent apiece? Not 12% a piece, not 30% a piece, not even 10% a piece, not 5% a piece. Hell, together they didn't make 5% of the votes, the delegates going through the Democrat nomination process. But yet they were brought in as the selected. Guys, 
even in the Democrat voting system, to get their guy out in front shows the fallacy that even, even Bernie Sanders was kicking their butt. Bernie Sanders was doing way better. But they thought they thought that they needed to get this guy and this girl in there to make sure that they're going to be the ones who are going to be president, vice president. Well, the pedo in chief that we have in there now with all of his high water pants and his murmuring and all the other stuff going on, guys, we've got ourselves a real problem with that. That's what they put out there, and that's how easy it is to go ahead and select somebody, and the American public just accepts it as being okay. You can't tell me that the guy who literally has nobody at his events can't fill a gymnasium, a high school gymnasium, like I'm talking like the old school high school gymnasium, not the big ones we have nowadays, that that guy, that guy is out there killing it for the Democrat Party, but yet only pulling 1% and 2% of his own party during their, their you know, bid to go to presidency? What happened to all the other ones that were doing so well during the Democrat process? See, we, this is the conversation that we, even the Democrats don't really have a, an ad for that. I, I, you know, they can't add that up for me. How can you add that up to tell me that the two people that you picked to be president and vice president candidates didn't total a 5% support in your own party? How, is that, how, did, how does that work? I mean, tell me that that's not rigged. Well, we now see that uh, Junior is going to go in there, Candy Junior, and he's going to run for office, and, uh, but he's not going to be able to debate. See, to them, it's just, well, it's, it's a foregone collusion that we know that this is what's going to happen. But I do, think we have a, I do think we have a dark horse coming in. I think that you're going to see someone out of the Democrat Party, and I have claimed this before, but I think Newsom's coming out of somewhere. I think somehow Gavin Newsom is going to come along, and he's going to come in and go all reluctant, Oh man, I just, you know, I got so much going on with trying to, you know, kill the oil refineries in California and getting rid of any type of power generation. I I finally shut down that last nuclear nuclear power station so that way we can continue to have brownouts and blackouts. It's just completely acceptable in the 7th largest economy on earth. Yeah, that's I'm let's just keep going. You know what I should do? I should run America. You know, I'm doing such a great job. We literally have 100 U-Hauls leaving California for every one that returns. But let's go ahead and let, let's say that we're doing a great job. They've lost almost almost a million people net, okay? People moving in and being born and people moving out, they still have a net export of people. So even with the – now think about this. that They have a net decline. So even though they're having babies – even though they're having people that you know have lived there or that have, are quote unquote moving there from Mexico and other places, even those people are coming in, they still have a net loss of almost a million people per year in California. But this is going to be—I think this is going to be your dark horse. I think you're going to see this guy come in, and you're going to be like, "Whoa, what happened?" Yeah, I think that's going to be out there. I don't see, I don't know, I don't see Michelle coming in. Michael, I don't think that's going to be an issue, but I do believe we're going to see uh, some, I think he's, I just, for some reason, I've got a feeling out there, and I've said it before, people are like, oh, no, 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 we won't do that. Um, Let's talk about something that goes way back, in the way back machine, clear back to 2020, after Biden's campaign set in motion Hunter Biden's laptop letter, these signatories joined his administration. Well, we've got a, this connection between those 
those guys that went out there and signed the document that said, oh, the Hunter Biden laptop's not real, even though now he says he's going to sue you if you talk about his laptop. <laughs> so is it your laptop or is it not your laptop? See, this is where we have this problem, right? Uh, former Deputy uh, Director of CIA Michael testified to the House Judiciary Committee that then Biden's senior advisor and current Secretary of State Tony Blinken contacted him with a uh, contacted him and triggered the creation of the letter. Okay, so this is this is your former CIA Deputy Director said that Blinken triggered the creation of the letter. Former CIA Chief of Staff Jeremy Bash, who signed the letter. Uh, put Morrell in touch with the Biden campaign chairman, Steve, uh, who thanked him for orchestrating it. Biden later appointed Bush or Bash, I'm sorry, to the president's intelligence advisory board in 2022. Bash was not the only signature who received a role in the Biden administration. Biden also appointed Russell uh, Travers as deputy homeland security advisor from uh, in January 2021. Uh, about Nicholas Rasmussen as the counterterrorism coordinator for the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, additionally, he appointed Rodney Snyder as the senior advisor for agriculture. I mean, this sounds a little bit like the old uh, prid pro quo, the pay-to-play stuff that we heard that you know Trump was going to get impeached by. Remember Trump was getting impeached for the prid pro quo, the tit-for-tat, where if you don't do this, I won't do that in that that Ukrainian phone call that we didn't even know where Ukraine was at that time. But Nancy Pelosi spent her night on bended knee to ask the Lord if she should impeach this man. And by gosh, she came up with the right answer to impeach President Trump. Um, so this is an article that goes on and shows there we have. OK, so this is the thing is, OK, this is this is the deputy director of the CIA, former deputy director of the CIA. So this is not some guy who was a gas station attendant to watch the guy go into the bathroom. This isn't some observer that doesn't have any quote-unquote credentials. This is someone who's the deputy director of the CIA, has testified openly about this. And we're still questioning whether the Biden laptop is a thing. And we're still questioning whether there should be charges. Then they're coming up with tax evasion. I don't know. That sounds crazy. Tax evasion and the pictures I've seen, they don't seem to match. All right, we've got a commercial break coming up here, guys. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. 
Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. <laughs> All right, welcome back. We got our last segment here in the Dark Delight Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in on WYSL here in New York. Thank you guys. It's been fantastic being a part of today's show. And I know we've kind of. Yeah, that first hour, that was all about Tucker stuff, right? We went down that path of saying what, what we could predict and this and that. But let's get back to the, what our government's doing for you. This is, uh, this is the new EPA rule. Uh, once it's published as a final rule, it will undoubtedly be challenged again, uh, just like the, the last set of rules was challenged. Uh, at, this po- at that point, there will be a ruling from the D.C. Citric, uh, Citric <laughs> Circuit Court of Appeals and uh, let's see, currently three uh, integral legal challenges are pending in the D.C. Uh, Circuit Court of Appeals. I am really want to say citric on that citrus. I don't know. Anyway, they're saying that they want to have cars at a 0% emissions by 2035. Now, guys, I have gone down this road with you guys. I, we, we would say about 30% of the manufacturing of your car, your truck, your whatever, if we got the EPA at just out of the government, or I mean, out of the got the government out of our cars. Oh, but then we're all going to die in car accidents. There's no safety belts, and all the regulations go away. Well, the sad part of that is, guys, is that in reality, you buy what you want. If you want to buy a car with no airbags, then that's your choice. If you want to buy a car a car with no roll cage in it, then that's your choice. If you want to buy a car that blows black smoke out of the back of it because it burns all the diesel 100%, it doesn't put fumes out the back, that is your choice. And the sad part of this is is that we're chasing something that's not real. And I actually understand this from from the engineering side of it. I mean, I have gone down this path and I've tried to figure out the efficiency of what we have. And we've already got a motor that creates a lot more heat than it does energy moving forward. But yet we go ahead and we lower what the engine can sound like and what the exhaust can sound like and we all these different things. And that's why cars just look like just just molded, just little humps going down the road. There's no character to them. There's no craftsmanship. There's no style to these cars anymore. Everything's just bleh, right? Just same old blob going down the road. If we got the EPA out of our cars, we could save 30% of production on that alone. If we actually went back and started looking at hydrogen assist cars, if we started looking at different types of things of having a quote unquote generator with three electric or four electric motors on the wheels, no different than how a locomotive actually moves down the rail tracks, this is 
there's a lot of answers. There's a, this, this is the easiest way to get there by getting the government out of the way. You know, the government limits our cars more by all the restrictions. If we just got all those restrictions out of the way, the cars would be far more efficient. They'd be far more stylish. They would be going to that ability of really creating a what, what you want to call a net zero. Well, nothing's a net zero. Everything has a, a quote-unquote emission. But the sad part of it is, is we've created this problem. Uh, American Fuel and Petroleum Manufacturers, the main trade association representing oil refineries for gas and other petroleum products, said the EPA's new emission rules would effectively ban gasoline and diesel vehicles. Well, isn't that what California started already, where they said that if your diesel truck was made after uh, or made before a certain date, they were not going to give you title in California any longer. And they weren't going to allow you to operate within California as well. Well, here's the problem with that. You're creating problems that nobody's asking you to. You're creating a problem that nobody had a question for. There's things that we're doing now with the EPA and different parts of our lives that have their answer. They're answering questions. No one asked a question to. There's nobody out there asking these questions at all. Yet it's just about keeping everybody employed, giving some somebody something to do. Everybody has a job. Well, if we create more criminals, then we have more jobs for guards, and we have more prisons, and we have more jobs, and we have more prisons, we have more jobs. If we just arrest everybody, then everybody has a job. See, this is the EPA saying that, by the way, so what do you do about classic cars? What do you do about the fact that we have a hundred and some years of cars that are out there, and that we're talking millions and millions of cars just in America that are antiques and all these others are you now you're saying that somehow these vehicles are no longer going to have fuel that we're just going to quit producing gasoline altogether that we no longer will just now but by the way the grid system the grid system the power generation system and the power transfer system cannot cannot handle the drain that even 10 percent of the population owning electric car would create just 10 percent of our population cannot plug a car in all at once. They can't because the grid doesn't support it. The grid can't do it. We don't have enough power generation, much less the whole lithium mining part of it, much less the toxicity of the battery, much less the lifespan of these these uh, these D-cell batteries that are daisy-chained into a big block and the floor of your car. Let's not talk about the environmental impact that those create. Let's just worry about what we think we know is toxic. The sad part of it is when they tell you that they're trying to lower CO2, lowering CO2 is going to actually cause us to have less foliage. Wow, I can't even say that right today. Less leaves on the tree, right? The, the leaves on the tree, the trees, the plants, they all need that CO2, and they need that to be able to do what they do well, which is create oxygen and clean the air around us. And the CO2 is not what's destroying us. And in fact, if we really all got right down to it, there's one volcano on this earth that emits more than anything the humans have ever done combined every day. See, we have natural, you know, we have natural emitters of toxic gases, things that are going up into the atmosphere every day. It's called a volcano. And it's doing it without your permission, without asking you. What about the methane fields in the in the Pacific Ocean? There's huge Thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of probably millions of square miles of, of meth, uh, methane, crystallized methane in the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. How come we're not trying to you know, encapsulate that with plastic because we don't want methane released in the atmosphere? 
Or how come we're not down there drilling holes to fill up all the little the little fissures and cracks in the in the Gulf of Mexico where there are literally millions of barrels of oil emitting naturally from the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico? Oh, it's part of the the natural cycle of the ocean where oil is emitted out of the bottom of the ocean. And just by the example of the Gulf of Mexico, we have this going on every single day. But, oh, now, Jim, you're just talking crazy because it fits your needs. No, I'm not fucking – I'm not – I'm not talking crazy. I'm just trying to tell you what's really going on in the world around you. We have a lot of problems with misinformation only because it sounds sexy. It feels sexy. Oh, oh! if we lower the car's, the car's emissions down to a zero, the world will just be greener and we'll all get along and we won't have racism and, and uh, we won't have this and that. And I mean, I think we got ourselves fighting over the wrong things. We got ourselves fighting each other. And I guarantee if I go over here and I read some more of our, um, uh, what's it, uh, even here, like you care about environmental impact. No, I don't. Hey, Eric, I don't. I don't care. Ta-da. Thank you, Eric. You set me free. And that's, this is what I'm talking about is I don't, the thing is, is we have ourselves an identity problem because we believe that, that somehow this is where we all need to go. This is what, this is the argument we need to have. And we are missing the, 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 the stuff right in front of our face. The stuff that's right in front of our face is the stuff that we should be worrying about, which is fixing things between us, working out things between the two of us. We, the people, you and I, we need to be the ones that come together and we create the narrative going forward. We don't have to worry about asking permission from the government to do anything in our life. The Constitution limits the government, never limits you. You guys are always the power. You guys always have the answer. You guys are the answer, not the government. Big government's what's holding us back. You understand that the, we, the creation of the Industrial Revolution was because we didn't have government in the way. But then when we started figuring out how we could pick winners and losers through the government, through regulation, through guidelines, through ordinances, through even laws, through lobbyists, then when we figured that out, that's when the corruption rolled in. And this all started right at the beginning of the 1900s. And we have seen this get out of control to the point now where everything is absolutely a pay-to-play. Everything is this backroom crap that you have to worry about whether you can see that McCarthy's going to go far enough. I don't think he has. Remember, he was supposed to eliminate the IRS, but that didn't go anywhere. We are the answers. We are those bosses of the public servants, and we should be mindful to hold our position and be the right people. All right, guys, thank you so much for everything you guys are doing out there. Remember, tune in the Dark Delight Show tomorrow noon here on WYSL. We'll see you guys tomorrow.